Welcome to a special preview episode of a brand new podcast from the race. The Gary Anderson F1 show is, as the title suggests, where former Jordan and Jaguar technical director Gary Anderson joins me, Ed Straw, to talk about all things Formula One. This includes his opinions and analysis on Formula One Today, in-depth technical chat, interviews with the major players in Formula One, and stories of his long career in motorsport. So as a taster of what's to come, here's Gary explaining how he first became involved in Formula One with Brabham back in 1973, and giving a quick overview of his path from there to becoming a technical director with Jordan ahead of the 1991 season. Well, whenever I left Ireland in uh, February 1972, I never really thought I'd end up working on the Formula One uh, team. Never mind actually being a technical director of a couple of Formula One teams, but even just working there would have been a, a massive dream come true. But I did leave Ireland, uh, as I say, I was 20 years old in 1972, um, came to England, which was my first big sort of travelling, to be honest, and I started work as good Irishman do on a building site um, with a friend of mine who lived in Crayford, and uh, it was just to get initially started. I then moved on to working as a mechanic at the MRS, which is a racing stables at Browns Hatch, fixing Formula Fords after people crashed them. And while I was there, um, one of the guys that worked there had some contacts who worked for Brabham, and they said that they were looking for some mechanics to build Formula 3, Formula 2, Formula Atlantic cars, um, just assembly really, for sale. So I got the job, went to work there, and um, I ended up, you know, I was working away merrily, building cars all quite happily, and they were building a, a new truck for the Formula 1 team, it was a, an articulated truck one of the first in Formula 1 and a guy called Bob Dance who's a well-renowned Formula 1 mechanic from Lotus and Brabham um, him and I worked in this truck to assemble it convert all the inside of it um, to make it into a car carrier plus spares and whatever and uh, halfway through that project um, Bernie Eccleston who owned Brabham's came up to me and said would you would I like to go and work for the Formula 1 team and obviously you know the uh, bells rang and thought, yeah, why not? And I said, well, look, we need to put that engine in the back of this transit van to take it to the engine builder. If you can put it in there, you've got the job. So as a good, strong young Irishman, I did just that. Um, lifted this DFV engine up and put it into the back of this van. It probably weighed about 135, 140 kilograms. So pretty heavy, but not too bad. Um, got the job and started working the F1 team. Um, finished this truck before the European season started in uh, 1973. And uh, Bob and I actually headed off in that truck to Montju Park in Barcelona for my first ever Grand Prix. Um, quite an exciting venture. We drove the truck down there. You know, Formula One in those days was a very, very different kettle of fish to what it is currently. Um, so drove off down there and that's, that's when my career started in Formula One. I was always pretty nosy as a mechanic. I, uh, I wanted to know why, you know, why we were doing this, why we were doing that. Setup-wise, you know, Gordon Murray was the the designer at uh, at Brabham, and I couldn't have had a much better tutor, I suppose. Gordon had the time and was willing to sit with you and talk about it. He was also willing to give you the opportunity to, to carry out some of your own stuff. You know, things in those days were made by the mechanics. There was no sort of divide divide within the team. It was you, you, everybody pitched in and everybody did everything, and um, so you learned a lot about it really on the way and. During my period there, up until the middle of 1976, um, I became chief mechanic and was involved quite closely, you know, with Gordon on various bits and pieces. You know, they'd come out of the drawing office and say, we need to put a, a rear anti-roll bar in the car here. It needs to connect up this upright to that upright. It needs some sort of a frame. So you'd sort of mock something up to, you know, to show him what you could, 
what we could achieve, and then he'd probably draw it and we'd make it. So you're always learning something. It was a really, really important part of my life um, to do that. And I moved on to McLaren after that, after having a, a little forte of driving myself in Formula 3. We built our own car based on a brand BT38, um, my brother-in-law, Bob Simpson, and myself. And um, yeah, tried to race it, but then discovered, A, you need to be very quick. Um, and I will always say I was pretty quick, but just didn't have the money to do it properly. Um, so I moved to McLaren, and again there, sort of the same sort of scenario, Gordon Coppock, really good tutor. Things were, you know, done differently than they were at Brabham's, but still it was the same. It was a slightly bigger team, but still it was the same. Everybody contributed to ev- to everything. And uh, during my period there, I you know, learned a lot about what to do and what not to do. Um, and, then, you know, everybody wants to do things right and move forward, but actually it's just as important to do things not quite right and learn from them. So there I got to the 80s and uh, I decided that Formula One was, uh, I needed to get away from it for a little while because uh, I just had a, bo- a daughter born. I wanted to see some time with her because Formula One then was, you know, you go away to Argentina and Brazil for six weeks at the beginning of the year. You wouldn't you wouldn't see your family for six weeks. There wasn't any mobile phones. You'd probably call home, you know, once a week or something like that just to, just to say hello if you could, if you could find a phone and make it work. Um, so, as I say, very, very different world. Um, that's when I started Anson Racing, with, again, with my brother-in-law, Bob Simpson. And we built some Formula 3 cars and Super V cars. We won a couple of Formula 3 championships in Germany and in Sweden. We won the uh, Super V championship in America. So, fairly successful. And I suppose that's what's turned me around from being a mechanic that was interested in design to to being more involved in design. And from there... I uh, started working um, on the design side, uh, first of all, Formula 3000 cars with Reynard and uh, and then with Jordan in for 1991. But I started in the, in the uh, beginning of 1990 to design the first Jordan 191, and that was the first my first car, my first full design, my first F1 car. The team consisted of three designers, myself, Andrew Green, who's technical director now of Racing Point, and Mark Smith, who was technical director at Caterham. Um, but, you know, very, very competent uh, design engineers, really good little group of people. The whole team was 27 people um, whenever we went to our first race in Phoenix. But uh, as I say, Formula One then to Formula One now, a very different story. So that's how it all got started for Gary and he found his way to being a technical director and he's still here almost 50 years later working with the race. The first full episode will be released a few days after the Australian Grand Prix so please subscribe and we're looking forward to giving you some great Gary Anderson related Formula One chat over the coming year.